Yo, sit down and get ready, boys and girls. It's time for Minecraft. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 85 of the Minecraft podcast. Is it 85? It's 85. Okay, I'll take I trust Paws. I trust him. Yeah, he's keeping count. Yeah. He's, he's got that many fingers. God damn it, now you guys are like making me go double check. <laughs> I seem to remember it being 85 last week, but I could be mistaken. I think it was 84 um, last week, wasn't it? I hope so. Me too. Well, Fuck. we'll say it's 85. We'll rule with the punches. Yeah, we'll go with that. that. I'm sure they will tell yeah. us if it's not. Uh, and today it's we 85. have myself. <laughs> Yay! Uh, we have Co, we have Pyro, and we have Paws. Good, shaking my head here, just shaking my head. Also, yep. half the people on this podcast are, are quite ill, but we'll, we'll come on to that later. Right? So, two of us have the post-con flu, yeah. and the other two, two are going to get it next week. Two of us yeah, are going to join us next, next be week. the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so, PAX Prime is happening, a live stream panel on Saturday, Sunday, at 6pm PST. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know what the, the or not the logistics the uh the, the full details are like i don't know exactly what channel it'll be streamed on but it'll be there um i'm fairly certain uh once we get back for or once we're down there and we get more information we'll be sure to like tweet it out and we're definitely gonna be posted like a video on the mycrack network as well so be sure to keep an eye out on the the channel here for like all the updates so at least you got your panel stream bro hey I, I saw yes. i saw your Little gameplay. My, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm gonna post a link for that on the on, oh, the, on this so that people can watch. Uh, what happened was, there? What happened? So they got in a caster that knew nothing about us, and for a player, it wasn't his fault because he didn't know anything. He was just told to go up. And he cast. apparently he was brought on at the last minute, and that that is a bit of a problem that they have. A lot a lot of insomnia was much better organized than last year, uh, much better organized, but. A couple of things were an issue where they last minute changed things. Our Q and A we had in the main exhibition hall, which apparently was a last minute change because they sold off the actual hall we were going to do it in for more seating, uh, and so that meant that we were fighting against general exhibition hall sounds. Yeah, and so if you go and watch the panel on my channel, it sounds like it was recorded with a potato. Uh, yeah, we'll say a potato. Yeah, we'll go for on a potato it. in a drainage pipe. It wasn't so much like a carrot level, but it was potato level. Yeah, we, we couldn't so hear the people asking questions. Uh, yeah, they couldn't hear the answers. The mic's a bit floppy. And again, that PVP thing when we um, we we went out there, we we set ourselves up on the computer. Then they said, "Okay, come backstage so that you know they they can go out. They can call your names and you can come out." Uh, Brittany, bless her, had been introduced introduced to us three minutes beforehand. So she'd sat there the entire time trying to memorize our names, which she did a fairly good job of. Um, yeah, yeah. Not, not exactly accurate, but she did a fairly mm -hmm. good job of it, considering. Um, badges. We were called badges. But about 10 seconds before we were due to go out, uh, the guy who was running it said, oh, they've told you about how you've got to pick people out of the crowd, haven't they? And we're like, what? what? <laughs> no. We didn't know. <laughs> um... And that is pretty much... Yeah, archetypal of, of of the whole event, you know. Yeah, I think uh, something. if you're going to advertise it as sort of Minecraft PvP, you give us all mics. Only two of us got mics, and even then, we were speaking over the commentator, which I kind of felt bad about. Yeah, that, that was a bit of a shame as well. I mean, I, I, I said you should get the mic because you were a talky one, but I didn't really talk much. No, no, were you I, I felt a little a bit nervous. Rude. It, it wasn't so much nervous because I've spoken in front of larger crowds before, and again, not to tip my own fedora there, but uh, it was. Dude, I, I hear just, you I, tipping your fedora. 
it was just like uh, I didn't want to talk over the commentator. I thought it was very rude of me to do that, even though I sort of wanted to. So uh, it was it was really just the planning and organization. But uh, overall, the event was very very good and very fun. So I want to thank Multiplayer for that. And if they want to invite us out next year again, wink wink, nudge nudge, do it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes why not uh, but yeah no he's, he's right it was good fun it was good fun um, and it's nice to have I think that's because it's not solely Minecraft like uh, you know Minecon is um, it, it gives us it's a little less pressure on us it's like PAX you know if you compare PAX to Minecon uh, yeah that, that's how it is and, and it, it's uh, a little less pressure which is good. and we meet a lot of good people a lot of good people yeah of course so, yeah uh, we hung out quite a lot with Syndicate um I got to have a, <laughs> I had a really good chat with Hannah, uh, Yogg's Hannah, on uh, Saturday night. We were in the casino on the getting getting drunk. No, it was a Friday night. Yeah, Baj bet his entire house, guys. So he's actually <laughs> sleeping in his car tonight. So can we start Is that off? Where you do your last too? Yeah, Baj's car. That's why you can hear the sounds coming past because he's in his car with his mic. <laughs> I'm in a car park <laughs> in the station. Uh, we had this really good chat about reminiscing about Reading because I used to I used to live out that direction and they used to live in that direction and then it's really good, uh, very interesting. And then the next morning, everybody's like really rough because we've got the the free bar the night before and she comes in i said oh how, how you doing how are you feeling she's like i don't remember anything of last night but i woke up with this mind mind crack sticker in my back pocket <laughs> so <laughs> i've been giving them away to people so there you go that, that was it stickers wish man. you were there guys wish you were there yeah it's good <sighs> well good maybe one day i don't know like all these like european uh conventions it's like a, a lot of money isn't it enjoyable it's like all we i mean I don't know. Not to sign it, all we get, what we're going to say. What? <laughs> all we get is... All, all we, we get, get is three, like, three well, cons a month. All we get is like three bottles of Bud Light, well, man. I don't, go, I don't go to that many conventions. <laughs> the only ones that always like look interesting to me are like Gamescom and that, because they're like the, the largest gaming yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah is... and Sony is the largest UK one, so... Um, it is... Like, I was talking to Doc and Anders, and they were like coming from like DreamHack and Gamescom. It's like... Okay, I mean it's not that amazing, but for us, like, from I haven't been to DreamHack. Like, the thing was amazing for me. It was just massive. It looks big to me, but I assume if I go to DreamHack, oh, I'd love to go to DreamHack. Like, eclipse that. I think Gamescom's a bit more industrial, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, whereas this is purely about you. Know, yeah. Getting drunk. <laughs> I should also point out that uh, if you're listening to this after the week of PAX Prime of 2014, um. Me and Co are going to be doing like a little. We're going to be at the Twitch booth from on three PM on Sunday, right? I have no idea. I think so. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that on the Twitch page. The Facebook. I'm dying to know what our schedule is. Yeah, three oh, PM it's on the Twitch page. Yeah, okay. I was. Uh, I was telling the guys before the podcast that you have uh, sort of the biggest decision when you go to these conventions is whether or not to shake hands. Yeah. You sh- if you shake hands, you're like. 100% guaranteed to get sick. Uh, do you not, you, do you not you carry hand sanitizer? Yep. Bajman done got some. Apparently yep. he's still sick. Um, um, Pav said that the Oxcast do hand fist bumps. They do fist bumps. Yeah. That's yeah I, I don't know. Full fist bump policy here. Yeah. Uh, Starting oh, you now. Could, you could have like $5 in your hand and go to shake it as well. Uh, and then you could just, you know, offer. <laughs> like So any fans out there going to PAX Prime, just put money in your hand and you're guaranteed to shake we could shake hands, <laughs> or I could give you a dollar. 
Yep. See, but if you fist you bump, all it's going to remind me of is like, oh, I'm like Howie Mandel. Like, because <laughs> that guy's I, like I, a germaphobe and that's all he ever does. I don't, fist bumping you, is, that's old school. I, it's like fucking 2000, yeah, man. But, it feels awkward. Like, the, the Europeans <laughs> like, like to kiss each other on the cheek and stuff, which, which oh my gosh. We, we don't. But apparently <laughs> that gives you a far less, a far lower chance of, of transmitting Disease. These diseases. Well, Wait, I, really? I look at... I go what about, like, cons. the airborne sickness is, like, cold? Wait, are they... Colds are airborne, right? I don't know what's airborne. Yeah, I think People so. are yeah. freaking out. Ebola's not airborne, guys, so don't freak out about that. I was saying the buzz during the week, uh, there was a, a case of Ebola in Ireland, but it was a false case, so I was, like, freaking out all weekend, like... If I home, everybody in Ireland just like died. A lot of people are freaking out for like no specific reason. Like a lot because of people it's are a nasty so disease. Well, yeah, it's a nasty disease, but a lot of people will think it's super contagious when realistically no. it's not. Yeah, yeah. three thousand people died of it or something. It's it's you know on the yeah, grand scheme of things, hysteria. it's relatively small. Yeah, it's hysteria. It's it doesn't transfer that easily. Yeah. In areas where there's a high chance of like lots of body fluid exchange next yeah. week on man cracks podcast <laughs> co-star has died from Ebola. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. please don't go please don't that'll be on my that'll be on my shoulders the first dead host yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you should nice. do it Kay, just to piss off yeah no I'll, yeah, I'll jump on that yeah i gotta get a first around here <laughs> first yeah. so um so gog.com introduces drm free movies um, I haven't cool. looked at this, but because apparently it's an invalid link. It they look like they're all uh, yeah. What the hell? They're all indie flicks. No, just copy and paste it. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they are they like really old ones? Uh, ones? they're not really uh, old um, ones though. There's some there's some newer ones, but there's some is, big ones in there like yeah. indie game, the movie, and the the Mojang uh, documentary one. They should get uh, the Billy Mitchell movie, King of Kong, on there. Apparently, it's the Billy Mitchell story. What? Oh my God, Bronies, the extremely unexpected adult fans of My Little Pony. I'm so stoked. Oh God. It has two and a half out of five. Paul, are you sure you want to spend actually, five bucks? I actually watched that. It was available on Netflix. Any good? Would you recommend it? A film about cosplayers. But yeah, I'd say, I'd say mean, you got to seek, seek to understand their point of view first. I don't know. It's uh, people like what they I, like. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not my tea for sure. Yeah, no, no, that, that that's right. But I have to say it in some I went and saw the went and watched the cosplay thing, and I don't think I have laughed quite so much in a long time. There was lots of very awkward You're people dressed up forced to do things on the stage. No, it was like it was like they they queued up to do this thing where they go on stage and the people people say, Okay, that's a very nice costume, well done. But instead at some point it seems to me that, that three minutes before they went on, someone says, Right, you've got you've got like a minute on stage, you've got to go and do something while you're there. And you so there's all these, all these socially awkward people dressed up getting on the stage and just sort of looking blank and, and slightly scared. Um it was it was very, very amusing. You should have cosplayed Baj. I would have liked to see like Baj doing the Macarena on stage, dressed as like uh, Barney Badge. the Dinosaur. Did you, see, or... did you go and see it? Uh, I didn't actually, but I heard it was. It was there there was someone dressed up as a um, Pokemon character. I don't know which one because I'm not a Pokemon fan. But it was a, like a yellow dragony thing. Pikachu? Are you serious? No, no it wasn't Pikachu. I'm okay, like, if it was Pikachu. Uh, dumb, like... <laughs> um, for, no, it's a for, walking on all fours. Pikachu is a yellow dragon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, okay. um, 
And it was, it was a really, a red mouse. really good costume. It was very well made. It, it, it was like a professional costume. Uh, but it, all, it was, all he or she was doing was walking around the stage and just waving, waving its bum at people in the audience. Love <laughs> <laughs> it. All you could think about was furries. It was just so funny. But there you go. Well, it is what it is, Budge. It well, thanks, Badge, for that hatred minute. <laughs> yep. So, guys, uh, I would just like to point out Badge's views aren't representative of the Matt hey, Craig podcast. Hey, that's right. That is right. At that's no correct. That's I hate 100% them. correct. Just, we're just going to leave Captain Price in his corner over there. <laughs> <laughs> You've dug your own grave, Badge. At no point did I say I hated them. He's, he's cosplaying all the time, basically. Yeah. As Captain Price. I am. It is. So, this is the opinions of Captain Price, isn't it, Badge? Yes. Basically. It isn't. Please don't see us, Infinity Ward. <laughs> moving on moving on <laughs> screw them um, uh, what happened to my what happened to my post it's still it there moved, it got moved oh yeah yeah so the DMR DRM uh, sorry so yeah um, I, I, I put this next to this one because it, it was relevant uh, the Monty Python uh, decided that they would put up all their content on YouTube because they were sick of people uploading uh, low resolution versions of their stuff um, and presumably getting advertising revenue off it so they uh, put all of theirs up on YouTube uh, and apparently their sales their DVD sales have increased by 23,000% wow wow as if we didn't already knew that would okay, we didn't know it would happen that much though. But we we already knew that promotion will lead to more people buying <laughs> yes. it. Wow, it's, it's, it's about damn time. Wow. Breakthrough guys, I think we've really come across something special here. Yeah, I it is, I, it I is think nice it's evidence. Nice, yeah, it's nice to have a big company go out, put their stuff out and say, Hey, look, doing this it works. I think mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. that something so old such as Monty Python increased somehow managed to increase their sales by that much and yeah it's ridiculous yeah. i mean it's, awesome. it's it's timeless comedy it's timeless they're probably reaching new audiences too that they had maybe timeless and... but i've never watched any of the monty python movies oh you should uh yeah you should you'll of enjoy them classic but um... well theaters are free on youtube yeah well. there you go there you go yep so i wonder how that uh translates to other forms of media such as games. They should put games for free up on YouTube. No, no, no. Like about uh, how like we play games. Like how does that sort of promote things? Because uh, companies like Nintendo sort of uh, argue that oh, not, it's not worth it. You know, people putting the sort of games up on YouTube, it's not uh, selling enough for us to get the advertising revenue. Do you know what I'm saying? Someone come in here because I'm making like an idiot out of myself. Not that I'm old No, no, that. no. You, you've just slagged me off in the last round, so you are on your own. I've dug my own grave, guys. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, what I have what I have to say on that is, uh, speaking of Nintendo... Oh! Oh! Probably I was trying to keep it going on for a bit, but yes, uh, <laughs> there was good... I don't know why people are so excited about this, but apparently... Oh, shut up, but it's awesome. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some DLC for Mario Kart. Is it going to be free DLC? No, this DLC it's is awesome. It's so, huge, though. So you're what you're able saying, to it's... purchase it for $8 per DLC, Hold or on. you can buy 12, on, both for $12. And that's it says on the Nintendo Store, it's sold out. How can it be sold out? It's not I, I know. Out. It's not it's out yet, is it? It's not. I don't out. know. It's no, not, it doesn't. I think it's, it's not even parts... coming out till November. 
Legend of Zelda X Mario Kart 8 I think, AOC. Wasn't it part one comes out in November and part two comes out in May next year? Yeah. yeah. Quite, so, quite a long time between. Is it May or is it March? I thought it was May. It's May. Is it Either May? way, it's going to add a shitload May? of tracks and characters. Shitload. You say yep. May. That's awesome. That's you a say long May, but he did say May. So we got uh, <laughs> new characters. You don't even play the game, do you? <laughs> most, most notably, Link. Link from uh, Zelda. Tanuki yeah, Mario. That's huge. Cat's Peach. Isn't that the first time Link's ever been in a Mario yeah, Kart? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. Link yeah, Kart? It's, it's no, been... it's Mario Kart. Get the fuck out of here, Link. Get your <laughs> oh, own my, game, I, asshole. I well, I want... Hyrule Carters. Hyrule Carters. Imagine they put a horse in for Link. That would be so sick. Oh, yeah, fucking riding your pony. Oh, my game. God. Yeah. He's yeah, doing big... those sick drifts and the opponent breaks its legs. And well, not it. only characters, yeah. but they're adding four more vehicles per per pack and also eight courses per pack, too. Yep. Um, courses is what I'm excited about. Oh, this is eight, so... eight course packs. Yeah. Well, there is eight course packs. So, yeah, eight new courses, which is two new cups. And then there's two DLC packs, which means there is going to be another two cups. So there's going to be a total of 16 new courses brought to the table with these DLC packs. Are you sure I'm not? Classics like Wario Goldmine from Mario Kart Wii. As well as the world of the Legend of Zelda. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yes. Rumor has it Mute City is also in there from F-Zero. I can't wait to be doing like donuts inside Hyrule Castle. <laughs> Saturn. Yeah. Yeah, there's well, an F- bit, uh, if you look at that picture, there's an F-Zero map on the top left. Yeah. Oh, F-Zero. As much so as good. I hate Dry That's Bones, so cool. I really wish he was going to be one of the characters coming in. They have Dry Bowser. Yeah. But dry Bowser, man. He looks same. pretty cool. There's already a Bowser. It's really cool, though. Yeah, but he looks no. cool. Though. I don't give a shit whether or not it's cool. Do you, guys think we can, uh, <laughs> do you guys think we can take this as confirmation that there isn't going to be another F-Zero game? I'm, I'm I was jealous about that. They, I don't this know. isn't the first time that they've done F Zero stuff. Like uh, Nintendo yeah. Land has a whole F Zero section, and they still put up F Zero games. So that, but, what they're doing is they're just giving us the, a big middle finger, like Nintendo yeah. always does. Well, I heard the rumor was that uh, apparently. Remember when we made a great game one time? Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna I keep reminding you of it over and over again. I heard the rumor was they actually weren't uh, going to release one because they don't think it would sell well, um, just because it's too niche. I don't know. I would buy it. Well, we have distance. Yep, we, we do have distance. distance. So uh, it's in beta. Oh, but can we? Can we? Uh, one thing I can thank Nintendo on is the pricing, man. That's such good uh, value for money. I mean, yeah. ten dollars for all that. And speaking but, of value for your money, uh-huh. I, uh huh. I. Keith, I done you today. He is I done you today, Bash. Just hang up the hat and walk out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Throw down the mic. I'm out of here. Bye bye. See ya. So, after all this fuss um, and speculation and quietness about YouTube buying up Twitch, uh, everybody saying, "Oh yeah, it's done." It turns out that Amazon bought it instead. Wow! For one billion dollars. Wait, that actually happened? Dollars? Not one. I thought that was just like a Twitter joke. What? What? The whole thing. Are you serious? No, I can't tell whether or not joke. you're doing co theory. It's just an entire Twitter joke. That's it. We've all been trolled. That is the no. point of co theory. It is co theory. No, it's legit because uh, I have a few Twitch friends 
on Facebook and they were all celebrating. So you're not going to get me with that, Coke Theory. <laughs> but also, there's a big post on Twitch. <laughs> From, yeah, from there's a big the official Twitch blog. So, yes. <laughs> um, I think, I trust, I think I generally a lot of us are, are happy. Uh, was it was it you, Pyro, that was saying that that you are really happy about it because if YouTube and Twitch were you know the same company, or was it was it Milby actually? Um, that if you get banned from one, you theoretically get banned yeah. from both. Yeah, because Google Google basically have their Google accounts, and have they migrated that to Twitch? You, you share the same sort of standing. So if you get banned on YouTube, your Gmail account goes with that. And I was kind of afraid of, you know, if I got banned on YouTube, my Twitch account would go with that. But now they're two separate sort of entities. I haven't put all my eggs in one basket. You know how volatile YouTube yeah. is. You people just go to the play. You can do a Milby and, and keep doing one while the other one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think the big thing I'm really excited about for this is not only the competition, but Amazon's backbone structure. I mean, you know, they do the cloud hosting. They, ho they host the Minecraft assets as well. Um, they have a huge infrastructure, and I'm really excited to see how they can sort of bring this to Twitch. I think, yeah, yeah, I, th I think you're right. I think they know what they're doing as far as large data transfers go. So, Any words from the veteran streamers, Pause and Pause and CoStar in the group? I certainly hope that I can still watch UK streamers as well as American streamers without having to change my IP address. I wow. Shouldn't, I shouldn't think that would be a problem. Edgy no, pods. No. Edgy. How is that edgy? You want to you receive this stream by Thursday, 28th of 2014? <laughs> Sign up for Amazon Prime. You think they'll do that? You think they'll include uh, Turbo as a sort of Prime thing? It seems like a no-brainer, doesn't it, though? But I don't See, know. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm on the fence. Prime like, I'm... subscribers. <gasps> I mean, they, they have said they want to change it as little as possible. Well, the only reason some, why uh... I'm like on the fence about it is because I, I've heard that, I, like, I don't know the Amazon Prime. You're able to stream in the United States. I don't know what the quality is like for whenever they do that. I don't yeah. know, if, like, how much is going to change is all. Like, because sure. in Canada and other and and other countries, you know, typically Amazon.com is where you hear all the amazing stuff. But if you're in different countries, you don't get the same perks. I mean, we do get Prime, which we sometimes get it a day early or two days or whatever for free. But we don't have the streaming services. We don't get all the the cool stuff that Amazon.com has. I don't, I don't know. So like Amazon.com has streaming services. Yes. Oh, there you go. We don't get it either. Then, yeah, yeah it's, it's only in the states, so that's why I'm like, I, I guess this it's content cool. has been restricted in your country. I mean, I, I I heard there is there. I mean, it's obviously not set in stone, but I mean, there there may be cool possibilities of like, hey, do you like this game? Check it out on Amazon dot whatever your region is set to, and you may be able to just purchase on the stream, and maybe you get a cut from it. I don't know. There are cool things like that that could possibly happen. So who knows. Well, based off of the article about – they talked to the CEO, I guess, of Amazon about why they decided to purchase Switch. And the reasoning was that they think that they're like-minded companies or whatever. And there was um, another thing. I saw a little tweet where Sev apparently tweeted at Zappos, which is uh, that online shoe store, mm -hmm. uh, who I guess also got bought by Amazon at some point. And they said – to Sev that when Amazon bought them, Amazon just let them run themselves. They didn't really interfere. That's kind of like the way Amazon does things. But so that's not exactly hard evidence. Companies, but, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of which we don't. We we you, a lot of us don't even know they bought. 
you can speculate that they may just let Twitch do its thing. It's obviously working. Yeah. And if they lend some of their resources over to Twitch, hell, nothing wrong with that. Yep, yeah. nothing wrong with that, Co. Nothing uh, wrong with that. I, I think you're right. If you, if you just I let, think, let a working company, you know, ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I think this is, uh, this came out of the blue, and I'm really happy with it, actually. I think, yeah, it definitely threw I'm, I'm really glad it's not Google. Yeah, I think every, everybody in the world is glad it's not YouTube. I'm so glad it's not Google. Yep, competition is always uh-huh. good, man. Mm-hmm. No, there, there, there was word that they didn't buy it because of monopoly issues. Um, but is, is that uh, were they officially stopped, off? stopped from buying it? No, they probably went through the legal stuff themselves. Yeah, so they wouldn't have to be sued by the government. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no, normally for monopoly, monopoly issues over here, the government will just say you you can't you can't do it. Because you own too much already, and then they'll give them some money, and they'll do it anyway. Um, what we do here is we let them do it for a while, and then after you know, like a few years or a decade, the government will come around and sue them. And yeah. <laughs> unless, unless they lobby. Let's all go to lobby. <laughs> um, God. So talking to things out of the blue, um, Minecon is officially yeah going to be you know. Wow. Uh, Michael is officially not happening uh, this year. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? What a shocker. Wendy Testaburger. You know, at first I was sad, but now I'm not so much because I don't think I could do another (laughs) convention so close. If it was going to be like so close. I mean, I love Mancon and I love sleeping on uh, the floors of various Mancrackers while I'm there. Because I get too drunk and can't make it back to my own room, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I so I'm sort of glad they actually are going to prepare it because I'd rather have a full man con next year than a half-assed one this year. Well, the point <laughs> is, it shouldn't have been a half-assed one this year because they've yeah. had a year to plan it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't a surprise. I don't understand yeah. why there isn't a Mycon 2014. They, like Bash said, they literally had like a year as soon as Mycon 2013 ended. Yeah, but, but everybody was packing up in Florida. They should have wrote, right, let's get ready for number 14. Like, and here's the thing, okay? Okay, in, in the, the blog that Vu wrote, there is a key phrasing here. I'm shooting to have it in sp- the spring in London. He's shooting for it. It's not, that's not guaranteed. Like, uh, I, I, so I love Mojang, but they are just—they are just not. I don't know. I'm, like I'm off. trying not to say you too can, much negative. No, 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 no. I, they're I know just, what you mean. They, I mean. They're poorly organized. Like I don't understand how you can fail to be consistent with Minecon. Minecon, sure. like Minecraft, Look, is the biggest game. Annual cons are this huge, wide-open frontier that's basically unexplored. I mean, I don't think anybody's ever really gone out there and done an annual con. Like really? this, really? Right? Yeah, totally. Is, Nobody is does it that. Right? Isn't that like a? You got to give Mojang some credit for going out there in that unexplored territory, feeling it yeah, out for us. Of course, and you have to remember, um, they are a very small company. You know, That's, even though they, it is a big the the they, they are a very small company, and they need a the very big game. And they need to employ some more people. I think that's the problem. They're, I think they're worried about because yeah, you know, I've worked for small startup companies that have grown into into large businesses. And when you when you're in a small company with a dozen people, it's a really nice working atmosphere. And when that company becomes a large you know, multinational with with hundreds of people working, at, that 
working environment changes. And I can understand you know, people's re- reluctance to, to have that happening. But on the other hand, clearly they can't cope with planning this stuff with the people they've got and they need to get more in. Yeah, I mean, you look at you could even look at insomnia or like PAX. They do that multiple times a year. I don't know. It's a big, big upscale. Yeah, I mean, but, PAX. Uh, well, of course, there's four packs yeah. run by two guys that draw cartoons. I mean, come on, you know, they they don't well, do it themselves. They, they buy people in to do it. It's like <laughs> its own company. That's I think yeah, the way. Yeah. Like like there's the parent company, and then there's the PAX company. The parent company oversees the PAX company, but the PAX company for the most self. Or for the most part, runs itself and runs the conventions itself. Yeah. So that's they, why they're able to do that. But the thing is, the reason they did that is because they know they're doing it every year and they need people yeah. working on it all the time. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. My con's happening every year. Yep. Well, guys, uh, Baj is hosting uh, a party in his uh, car this year as well. So if you want to mm-hmm. buy tickets to that, please mention him on YouTube. It's a thousand pound ahead. Yep. And uh, we'll see how many we can enter. Pause on pause. I'll let you guys flight flight books for that. For what? Baj's car party 2014. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. That's what we're doing. I hear you got some six speakers in the boot of your car. See, like, listen to this. You see, you listen to, the, you listen to me? I picked up on your lingo, bro. Yeah. My four inch sub in the boot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, hopefully. We'll get the mancon next year. Because I miss you guys. As, as sad as that sounds, I miss you guys. Oh, no, I do, I do too. And, and uh, I think that's what I was, I was saying in my recent video about cons and how it's like uh, meeting besties. I mean, Anders hadn't met any of us before. I don't think he'd been to... I'm not sure. He'd met Doc. Doc, that was it. I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he met Doc at Gamescon last time, didn't he, or something. Um but he was kind of blown away by that thing where you turn up and within an hour it's like you've been besties for ages because we're so used to talking to each other on yeah. things like this. Um, mm-hmm. And Anders is how you imagine Anders to be. Is he as derpy in real life as he is online? Yeah, he is. He's just even more derpier, man. It's so like <laughs> surreal sometimes. That's legit. <laughs> so funny. He's such a funny guy. So, it's like, uh, it's like yeah. Talk, expecting, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was very enjoyable. Yes, more more mine cons, please. Indeed. So, who's doing questions this week? I hear that uh, Pyro wanted to step up this week. <clears throat> okay, I'll do it them. I'll so do it. Them. I see. It's the sick people that are doing all the talking. Yeah. <laughs> it is the six people who are doing them, but uh, the I'll six do my people. Best There's only four of us, though. <laughs> actually, good. Good is actually in the call, guys. He's just uh, not said a word yet. Oh, is is he? Yeah, okay. Ethel's was here too. Hey, hey, Etho. Etho. Oh, Etho. Etho. hey, that's a really Etho's cool face uh, you have. Yeah, Etho, turn that webcam off. We can't have people knowing that. Hey, Etho, when yeah, are you going to show your already. face so I stop getting questions about whether or not has, if your face been shown in public? <laughs> you, just, you just scared him, Paul. His webcam just went off. Uh, I'm Damn sorry. <sighs> okay, we'll get started, though. We should spend all the time just showing us his face. It's just yeah. really ludicrous. Yeah, he just, he just had the webcam on with smiled. That's all he was yeah. doing. That's all he's in. That's all he's wearing. Yep. So, <laughs> greetings, podcrackers. I was sitting down with a bunch of mates the other day discussing food, more specifically how we perceive them. Being an Indian, the ongoing onslaught of uh, curries and chutneys is tiring. It all starts tasting the same after a while. So, I would like a good spaghetti and bolognese over a curry any day. But my friend who is not Indian says he would rather have it the other way around. So, my question is, 
Do you have any similar attitudes towards food from your own culture? And if you were to eat a single food from a single culture, or sorry, if you were to eat food from a single culture for the entire of your life, which culture would it be? Sincerely, Redshift. P.S. Power is awesome. Thanks for the Fatura tip. It. You're writing your own questions again now, Power. I is. This is actually me putting this in. I, I guess I'll go first. So I. Uh, oh, you don't go first because you asked the question. Aww. <laughs> See, for me, it's kind of weird. I can't really just go down the street and go to like some Aboriginal restaurant or so what is that what sort of food would they put yeah i was gonna say is there, is there native indian yeah uh, i mean we have like we have bannock which is like our bread in that you could fry it or just bake it and have like stews and all that fried okay. eagle yeah fried eagle but yeah. uh i don't know i i never really grew up eating <laughs> traditional native foods i mean it's just been westernized food I don't know. We were uh, we were talking to Anders this week and talking about his food, and it was like boiled fish on a stick, and you know, <laughs> boiled fish, <laughs> and boiled fish, <laughs> boiled fish. Wait, so and, Anders boils fish? You can boil on fish on a stick, on a stick, rot, man. Rotten fish in a pan, <laughs> pickled fish. Occasionally, he'll uh, catch a rat and put it on a stick, and boil that too, and boil puffin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, being English, we don't have any uh, culinary. We have the fish and chips, man. That's it, really, isn't yeah, it? Fish and fr- uh, no, a roast, roast beef dinner. Roast dinner, oh, so nice. Oh. And I, it's the same in Ireland because a lot of the English cuisine has moved over here. The only other thing we have is Irish stew, which I don't even eat that often. In the name I, of the law. Mm-hmm. Irish stew, the official meal. Everybody's like potato, potato. Like, well, I don't really eat that much potatoes. Like oh, you don't see potatoes. Well, really that was the much? problem. You didn't have any potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my my dad is like just pizza lately. It's very Western. It's like pizza, burgers, fish and chips. Very unhealthy, and I really need to stop that. But I do yeah. enjoy uh, I do enjoy Sunday roast. Do you guys have Sunday roast over there in the Americas? Like Sunday Hell dinners, like you'd sit down for a family meal every Ro- Sunday. Roast beef, uh, roast potatoes. Uh, I think it's all pretty random. Depends on you know from family to family. Yeah, yeah. every every over- Sunday I fly to Winnipeg and I have uh, dinner with my family. Yeah, you, I'm not sure if you're trolling or not. Are you actually? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I have no idea how like far. We used to do that as as when we were younger, but as, as like when we got older and you know we're teenagers and weren't home all the time. Like kind of, I mean, we still have dinner together once in a while, but. Mm-hmm. I was a kid. Um, we had dinner together all the time, but then uh, when I got older, we just ate fast food all the time. Yeah, my parents got lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sort of like that here. My mom still cooks us on day roast, though. She'll get a big chicken and stuff it with things. Oh, stuff it where, I was going to say. Um, yeah. I mean, and, I mean the, the, the thing is, now, the, the world is strange. You, you don't need to be stuck. Uh, right. Yeah, but he does ask if you had to eat from a single culture, what would it be? I'm going to say hands down Mexican food. Love it. I could not. I went to Chiquitos this Saturday, and I was just, like, in love. Because there is really, you know... Uh, not a lot of Mexican food uh, sort of uh, restaurants in the UK. You guys have like chi- uh, Chipotle, I guess. No, I get you yeah, a bunch of stuff. That's not real. Chipotle isn't really like uh, Mexican. It's, bur- it's burritos, food. man. You know what I mean? I, I don't like Chipotle. Um, well, uh, yeah. Like burritos, jalapenos, nachos, uh, you know, whatever. Just all the spicy taco, stuff. Taco, taco. Here in Arizona, we got all kinds of like hole in the wall, you know. Little taquito joints and burrito joints and shit like that, and they're the best. The, the greasy, dirty hole in the wall joints are all the best one, the best ones to go to. Yep. 
you just yeah, put your but... hand in and they give you something and you take it out and put the cash in coat? Is that the way it works? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's, not, it's not a burrito glory hole. You just go to you bathroom just... stall, someone shoves like a burrito through. <laughs> you, you, you take it all, man. Eat that through. Chipotle. <laughs> Swallow it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it, guys. <laughs> he loves it. He absolutely. Oh. Chipotle glory hole coming oh. to a store near you. Hola, hombre. <laughs> I like burritos. What else? Walk out feeling all ashamed. Can't believe I swallowed all that food, man. Got a little, little queso on your cheek there. <laughs> Oh god, that's that's so such a weird thought. <laughs> Suddenly they pop up all over the US and Canada tomorrow. So so which culture would it be then if you have one? Well, you you're Mexican then, Barry. I would take Mexican food, I think, yeah. Plus? See, I don't know. Like everything that I've I most of the stuff we have up here is like westernized, so if I say I love Chinese food, I was like, Oh, it's not real Chinese food. I don't, see, I don't know. Fucking Big Macs and uh, American Baconators. Yeah, Amer- well, not American. <laughs> what about see, a Whopper? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what Baconator is, but I get the feeling I want one. So just say Western, Western culture food, because uh, that's yes. what it is. Well, right? I don't really want that stuff. I like. I don't know. Like the stuff we make at home is the stuff I want all the time. Home cooking, pause. Home, home cooking. cooking. So in your case, that would be like a toasted bagel or. Piece of bread. No, that's your home cooking. <laughs> Andrea does a lot of the cooking, so. Oh, I, I forgot you it's had all another. All healthy. Half. Yeah. Don't know why. It's getting married, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. October. I've kind of just accepted, like, uh, that the lucky woman that I embraced into my life is going to have to teach me how to cook. <laughs> I'm horrible at it, even though my mom's a chef. Uh, that, that's no excuse. I know. I'm just lazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I quite like Indian. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. Indian's very it's in the UK. It's very popular, isn't it? Indian food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they, they invented the, the chicken tikka masala over here, and it's uh, mm-hmm. I think it's the second favorite food in the country or something ridiculous. But again, I also like, you know, if I had to eat one meal every day for the rest of my life, it would be a, a roast beef dinner. So, you, know. I, uh, you would get by. I think I would get bored of that. It would be like. Oh, Mine would be, no. be, be pizza, where I could choose the toppings. Yeah, right. It'd be the same, dude. It'd already be barbecue-based dominoes. Barbecue beers, double pepperoni. Pineapple. pineapple. No, not pineapple. Ooh. That does not belong in a pizza. Pepperoni and pineapple. The paws, yeah, man. Dude. You got to get the paws. Pepperoni and pineapple. Yes, it sounds really fucked go. up, but it's go. so good. <laughs> yes, it does. It's so Hawaiian good. Pizza. No. Wine's good. You ever have a barbecue chicken pizza? That's just I, indulgent. No. Is it euphoric, Cole? Could you say it's rather euphoric? No. No. It's not, it's definitely not, not euphoric. No. <laughs> That's like a shame pizza. You get like is the it? barbecue chicken pizza. And then you just... Do you, uh, does the pizza man look you in the eye when he delivers it and he's just shaking his head like, I can't believe you, man. And you just, you just put your head and accept it off him and walk slowly into the corner. Just while I, I got this the exchange money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one here. I swear it's not all for me. Uh, <laughs> so we all answered. I believe uh, so. Okay. All right. No. Thanks for a shift.
What, okay, we're going to say yours is Pizza Co. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Redshift, for the question. Good I'm after- part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen and ladies, if it applies. Well, we have a pause here. Hey, Pyro. Oh, of course you're going to say it was me, and I was going to say it was you. Okay. I'm 30 now, but through my life, I've always struggled with confidence. I was a shy kid, and through my teens, this developed into an anxiety towards speaking with anyone outside my comfort zone. I drew confidence from being with my friends, but away from them, I feared everything. I actually feel two subjects because I was too scared to do the oral assessments. Today, I feel I've come a long way. I work in a hotel and chat to new people every day. Occasionally, I still struggle, but try to get through whatever scares me because I know I'll, I will just beat myself up if I don't. I was just wondering, have you guys ever had big confidence issues? If so, how has this changed since starting YouTube? Does confidence come naturally, or is it something you've had to work on? I know this is a pretty long email, so please edit out anything if you want it to be more palatable. I appreciate everything you guys do. Like that, for instance. Yeah, I was probably not meant to read that. I'm sorry. Uh, and the time you have for your viewers, even if my question doesn't make it here, I'm still very honored that you have taken the time to read my email. Thanks again, Julia. So, who's up first? I imagine Paws doesn't have confidence issues. <laughs> Why not? You're a gregarious man. See, a lot of people, I don't know, I... Like doing YouTube has definitely built up my confidence for speaking in public, but I still am very iffy about it. Like for when, for instance, whenever I get on panels, I'm a little bit more shy, so you don't get like the the full pause effect on, on stage. The classic pause we know that classic exactly, pause. So, see, when I was at school, we didn't do sort of anything about uh, speaking publicly or anything like that. We didn't we didn't we didn't go up go up in front of the class and, and talk. If we did, it was very rare. Um, and I was a very shy child. Um, so Somebody said to me the other day they didn't believe that, but I was a very shy child. And, and YouTube has made a massive difference to my confidence. Um, you know, I mean, 10 years ago, if you said I'd be out there on the stage in front of several hundred people talking about something, I would have laughed at them. But I think <laughs> the, the, the key to going out on stage and talking about something uh, is knowledge of the subject. If you know what you're talking about and are passionate about it, you can go out there and you can just get kind of, well, for me anyway, you can get lost in that as opposed to worrying about people staring at you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would I, say I, that this uh, email describes me to a T, actually. Uh, has, has your job in the hotel? No. Well, apart <laughs> from that part, right, yeah. I don't work in a hotel. But in terms of like confidence and, and so forth, uh, it's basically the same story for me. Like when I was a kid, I, I didn't have any confidence, and I suffered uh, for it. And uh, that kind of carried through into adulthood. And YouTube has not really made any kind of permanent change on that front. Uh, I'm not more confident now than I ever was. And uh, see, I have to say that doesn't come across because. Uh, Talking to you and playing games and stuff, you you do seem quite confident to me. But. I'm leaning on you guys. Yeah, like she says in her email here, she's confident with friends. But notice, like for example, I don't do any uh, single player content. I'm his friend, yay! It's all <laughs> friend, go. I, I, I'll admit that that's entirely because of the fact that I just have major confidence issues. Like I just can't start anything on my own because I don't know. I feel like I don't know well enough what's good to do stuff on my own or yeah. something. I, I understand that. I mean, I self-question self myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I mean, there's countless videos I've made that I've just scrapped because I don't think they're good enough, even though they're probably yeah. fine. 
Yeah, I've done that too a lot. So, I mean, it's YouTube isn't giving me any sort of magic confidence uh, abilities. In fact, uh, right now, uh, we're on the verge of PAX, and I'm kind of terrified. (laughs) You don't feel it's helped at all? Pause. Just not enough. No, not, I, for me, it hasn't done anything at all. So. Be, sure to, be sure to give Cole a big hug for me, mate. When you go up, just give him a big hug. <laughs> How am I going to transfer it to you? Via email? You, you could, like, cut off a lock of his hair and put it in the mail. You could, no, hold, hold it till Minecon. Will that do? <laughs> just hug him till Minecon. Hold him closely until Minecon. <laughs> Bring him home with you. Every time you do the podcast, you just have Cole holding on to you. Going through security <laughs> at airports. Yeah. Excuse me, you're gonna have to split. I can't. Pyro told me that we have to be hugging <laughs> until we get to Minecon. That's and... it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, I, I'm gonna say pretty much the same as Co. I know I come across as a very chirpy, upbeat sort of guy, but when I was in, when I was in high school, I had very, very uh, social issues. Very a lot of social issues and a lot of confidence issues uh, because I was. I was really, really underweight when I was younger, and I know I look skinny as hell now, but <laughs> I was, uh, I think I was like 15 and I was like 90 pounds, which is really, really, uh, wow. yeah, so I had a lot of sort of, not, I had a lot of issues in my body, like I always sort of, I don't know, I didn't want to be, it was one of those things that didn't want to be fat, but then I kind of clicked one day and it was like, you know, this is, this is, I went to the doctor and he was like, you're seriously underweight here, so I was like, okay. So I went to the gym and put on a couple pounds. I'm like 140, 50 pounds now. And that helped massively. But the YouTube thing, as you said, I don't think it's helped because I think it's helped in certain ways. And I think the ways it's helped is it has directed me to resources like books that I've read that have kind of let me analyze myself a lot more. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's pointed me out that I used to think I was some special snowflake going through these special issues. And you go out there and you read stuff and you... You, you get to know more people and you, you kind of realize everyone's like this. You know, everyone has these sort of issues inside and some people paint it better than others, don't they? I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, as you said, Baz told me this weekend, I come off as a lot more chirpier, you know. He gave me the microphone to do stuff, but I was kind of a bit nervous there as well. So it's kind of, it's one of those things that, uh, the things that really helped me is existentialism. Like, I'm going to die soon and very negative in a way, but that's kind of liberating, you know? Like, in a hundred years, I'm going to be dead and everybody who knows me is going to be dead and, like, why? Well, why even bother about it? But I still struggle with it. But reading has definitely helped me a lot on that front. And uh, the YouTube thing, you know, I think not the actual process of doing videos has helped me, but networking, meeting people similar to myself and knowing how, you know, they sort of struggle because... You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You only see a snapshot of our lives, really, and uh, I think uh, it's hard for people to see that sometimes. Yeah, being able to lean on people that are that are like minded or have the same or similar issues to what you have is is one thing that really helps a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, think- for myself, one thing that I I mean, one trouble that I have is like I can't lie to myself very well. Like mm-hmm. I read things, and I've I've tried to like, you know, look at philosophy or self-help or whatever to try yeah. to get like some it's answers it's, uh, or something some direction yeah. i will uh, it's brainwashing like you have to literally yeah. brainwash yourself to think positively and it's hard exactly. to do that sometimes but people seem to have the opposite and they can brainwash themselves to think negatively very easily even though that that's ne- yeah. not necessarily 100 percent true but neither is the well, other we all, we all seem to focus on the negative uh, yeah. much more much more easily than positive things kind of like with the whole comment thing where you know you can have a thousand positive comments, and you can have ten negative comments, and all you can remember mm-hmm. are the ten negative comments. <laughs> For sure. You know, yeah, I think, I think, I think that we're hardwired on that. It's hard. Aren't we? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. I, it, it is like that. Because you think it's you think it's targeting you as a person. I always think that as well. Like when someone leaves a negative comment, they're directly attacking me as a person. And that's something I need to sort of work on towards myself. And you know, the why you react badly to it. Yeah. It's uh it's an instinct, isn't it? Once someone attacks you, you want to attack back. Uh, but I, I've got better because when I was like 16, I used to like write out an entire essay trying to humiliate the guy. Nowadays, th- this <laughs> might sound stupid as hell. If I'm really pissed off, guys, like even in anybody in real life, this sounds stupid. But I actually type up something and print it out and then go outside and burn it. Like that sounds very insane, but I don't know. It's like it's <laughs> no, therapeutic to me. All. It's therapeutic watching like my words just burn. <laughs> but no, it gets the angry. That sounds right? actually really, really useful. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But uh, you have to. You just have to get past it. And yeah. The only thing know. I've been able to do for myself with it that's been sort of like a, I guess, sort of a brainwashing of sorts has been to try to change my impulse reaction to things that are negative that would get me down. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I, if there's somebody who I see who's always negative, always, always, always negative in my comments or on my Twitter or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Rather than responding or or reacting to it like in a negative way or anything like that, I have a tendency to just block or mute people now, yeah. like mm-hmm. just remove them from my life. Yep. Yeah. Rather than getting upset, I, I ban several people a day on YouTube. Yeah. That's yeah. what you have to do, though. As yeah, I, I, I don't need. I, there is enough negativity in the world without you throwing some at me. It's like it's not even personal it. either. I mean, it's no. not like it's not like I want to ban people or anything like that. But it's just like I need to remove this negative element. Yeah. 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 permanently I, so I, I can just focus same. on the positive it's helping nobody <laughs> get rid of it you know what the right, worst exactly, thing is about yeah. this is though like I was talking to Baz this weekend about it and I put the I put the panel we did up and the audio was a bit finicky you know it was, it was a bit crap to be honest but you were very angry about that I was very pissed off with that so I I went in my way to record this panel that w- uh, nobody would see otherwise and uh I was like, you know what? It isn't the best, but I put it up. I put yeah, it up. I mean, they weren't streaming it. You put your laptop out on the front of the stage, pointing. Someone at could us. have, yeah. Someone could have lifted it and ran away, but I put that risk out there. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to, I wanted to record because I know people like our panels. You know, yeah, people want to and, see it. Uh, it was, it was people leaving. Oh, the audio sucks. The audio sucks. But I have already acknowledged the audio sucks, and it sort of Baj did a really, really good sort of uh, saying that was death by a thousand paper cuts. You know. Well, by themselves, that one comment doesn't hurt. But when you get people repeatedly, repeatedly telling you, "Damn, damn," it just pales up and pales up, and you just get to a point where you're like, oh, "Man, like, what, what have I done?" Yeah, you, you, you're over to the point where you know what? Fuck you, I'm taking it down. Yeah, and I actually did take it down and tried to edit it a little bit more, and then I still got more comments saying, "Oh, the other sucks." The other sucks. So, uh, I mean, we're we're all human. We're all human, and we all react the same way, even if we don't know it. <laughs> but, I don't. I don't know whether there's a lack of empathy on on internet against people. Yeah, against people on the internet. It's whether they don't believe that there is or understand there's another person there because they are distanced away from it, or or, or what it is, or whether they just people are just mm-hmm. kids these days are, are getting a bit more you know antisocial and, and, and rude. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't think that's the case because, uh, as you say, you get a lot of really nice comments. I think uh, it's uh, the. I think it's they don't realize that it is, you know, inflicting that sort of death by a thousand paper cut syndrome. Uh, yeah. One comment by itself, like they they may they may think, oh, it, it's a little bit harsh, but it isn't overly harsh. So you know, why not? I'll I comment it. But then you know, it adds up. It adds yeah. up. And I yeah. think that's why I, those one comment hurts. You know, that one hateful comment hurts because it isn't just one comment; it's one comment stacked on a pile of nine hundred comments that are like that. Yeah, they they have no way of understanding 
what that perspective is like as yep. a, as an individual if they don't if they don't go through it themselves. You know, that reminds me of the other mental exercise that I I do. Whether it's true or not is I just assume that people who who say things like that lead miserable lives. They have some <laughs> other reason. <laughs> there, there, it helps me. It just helps me to believe yeah. that. <laughs> I I kind of I kind of think that too because you know, I, I think fundamentally, like people are always good, and there's no reason for hostility yeah. to be there. And uh, right. you know, I think uh, I think Ori was posting something the other day that you know she has a kid, and the kid was going to school, and suddenly another kid came up and was very mean to her child. And I was thinking, like, you know, even though the kid was very mean, what environment is that kid being brought up in to be that mean? You know, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. To, be, to be clear, that's exactly what I mean. Like, not not that I want them to have miserable lives, but that they something brought up is wrong that- in their life. And it's so not their your product of the environment. Out. You know, they could have had problems at home or they could have something that just pushed them over the edge. Well, they say people yeah. that abuse usually come from families where they were abused. And it's like mm-hmm. a similar sort of circle like that. That's, that's what interests me because you don't realize that. Like, even, even we're fundamentally wired from our childhood. Like, these little clinks and, you know, wirings in our brain that set us off that come from our childhood. And we may not even remember it. So that's very fascinating to me. Yeah. So, uh... Yep. Mm. Going a bit good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, another question we have from Hi Park Records. What's the most challenging part of setting up a professional recording studio and gaming computer? Thanks. Badge is the greatest. Badge! <laughs> Finn from the real Ireland. Sorry, Paro. <sighs> The, the green real bit. Ireland, the green bit. Even though I do hold an Irish passport, fiddly d, So, what is it, guys? Because I do not have a professional recording studio. I have a closet, as you all know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most challenging part is getting started, because like after that, everything is just easy. So you know, having to do a lot of research on microphones, recording software. And all that jazz. Well, yeah, and you've got to go to buy the stuff as well. So. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think the most challenging part, part for most, the most challenging part, <laughs> most no challenging pyro. part for most I, people, I have one of those ones. would be um, the cost. Yeah, because it is very, it's it's very uh, prohibitive. The cost. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I mean, I, I know I did this. Is you start off with a, a crappy little desktop mic that you bought for a fiver in, in Staples or yeah. whatever, um, and yeah. then you start doing that, and everybody complains about the sound. Um, so then you go to a headset. Save up. Yep, save up a bit. <laughs> you get a headset for like you know thirty quid or whatever, and you do that for a bit, and then after a and while, it's you, not good now. No, you progress and you progress, um, and I think that's really the only way you can do it, unless you're a rich kid. <laughs> well, See, I mean, it's, it makes sense to to do what you can with what you have to earn money to get better equipment, so you can earn more money to get better, and so on. Like you need to reinvest in yourself, so that makes sense. But it does. I mean, if you're not, if you don't get traction, you're not going to get money, so then you can't get better equipment. Yeah, like it's, that's, it's that's probably the really difficult part there. Yeah. It See, it was like, weird for me because like I did research on microphones, so I decided to save up like a couple of months just to buy like a microphone before I even did anything. So I'm like in the opposite of bash doing the things like buying like $5 microphones and all that. I mm-hmm. I saved up and that's pretty much, I don't know. For but me, yeah, yeah. Money, money is a huge issue because there are yeah, a lot sure. of expensive stuff out there. Like you're not just talking about, I mean, you know, you can use software like OBS, which is absolutely free. You're able to record with that, yep. but then you got your editing software too, which unless you want to do like, Windows Movie Maker, you're not gonna 
Yeah, <laughs> I've had, gonna have I've to had uh, some money. quite a long ongoing YouTube comment sort of saga with uh, a fan who's trying to set himself up, and he keeps asking me these questions, and I've keeps sort of pointing him in directions. And he's, he's obviously on a limited budget as well, so I've pointed him at things as you say, like OBS and stuff. And he's now started up his own yeah. channel, and he's got two subscribers, and he's really happy about that. Um, but yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, no, I, I say that that bit when you get you start getting subscribers is is an amazing rush for sure. Yeah, uh, I still remember doing that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's been bit by bit. I mean, the big problem for me right now is limited space. So the big next upgrade for me is getting my own apartment, which is not very cheap. So uh, I have all my stuff. It's just the space I'm I'm needing. Yeah. But uh, and then you're gonna yeah, have from, a, a rolling budget and all that. Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, but. Uh, I've always, my PC right now, like, I, I've had my PC for, like, five years, and I've just, like, taken parts in and put parts out, and, I don't know, it's always been, my original PC was my dad's, and he gave me that, and I made videos on that for two years, and then the money I got from YouTube, I sort of combined it with my birthday money, and the money I saved up, and bought an actual gaming PC, and then, you know, I just went from there, but nowadays, it's, like, such a high upstart, I mean, if you're just getting into it, you have to blow what, like a hundred, two hundred dollars on a capture card, a decent microphone sets you back a hundred dollars. You know, even There's then, so many I, different aspects to it. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm really fortunate that I I got a lot of help from my fans to sort of leapfrog some of the costs of my mm. my machine. Oh, that but, is that is really helpful. Yeah, I mean, like the equipment costs are serious. They're like really big to to do the stuff that we do consistently at the quality level that we do it. Like if you see, you know, people putting out 1080p, 1440p, 4K size videos uh, on a regular basis or anything like that, the equipment that it takes to do that stuff is uh, not cheap. You know, at good frame rates and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Not to mention if you want to do consoles, then you have to have a capture card. If you want to do, I don't know, I mean like there's some games that work with some recording softwares and not others, so you're really going to want to own all of them. <laughs> yep. uh, kind of the same goes for streaming as well. You never know, just in case you need to have that other software. So I have a XSplit license as well as the fact yes, that I primarily use OBS. Yeah, see, we all do this. Um, yeah, but I've got the, the X story and perhaps yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some games just don't work with DX story, or some just don't work with perhaps. Some are better in one and not the other, and you have to experiment. That's a lot of effort too. Configuring all your software can take uh, a long time. You need a lot of help from others to to kind of zero in on what's the best settings and, and such. And then you know hard drive space because videos take up a lot of hard drive space. You need to get bigger hard yep. drives. You need to get better internet so you can upload. Oh, know. internet! Yeah, gosh. Yep, and that costs a load. You do have to get the top tier internet. Yep. So th there's all these yeah there's all these considerations that go into it. And then of course if you're if you're somebody who's doing content based off of what's whatever's the latest and greatest. That means you have to buy whatever the latest hardware is. You have to have whatever the latest games are, and that's yeah, no games small is cost a big either. cost. Games is a big cost. Like uh, those channels that uh, let's play games as soon as they come out. That's well, like forty, fifty, sixty dollars every other week. Even multiple games in one week, you know. So now there's ways to mitigate that. Of course, I mean it depends on how organized you are and whether or not you have people helping you and so forth. I mean, you can get review copies, you can get keys and things like that, but I, I don't I don't know a lot of people that get that much outside of people who are really big like uh, Total Biscuit or, or others like him. Like, I don't have anybody throwing keys at me. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm not really doing that kind of content that much, so. Sure. So, everybody... 
Got it all. Anything else I want to say? Yep. Or pause? No, no, I. Oh, I think one. Yeah. Here's a quick one, right? I, I just, I just took this one. But uh, how do you cut your sandwiches diagonally or two rectangles? I'm a man. I don't cut my sandwiches. Wow. Oh, oh, would you get your girlfriend to do it? No, I, I just see. I see. Wow, misogynist. You disgust me. I fold mine over. <laughs> uh, 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 if I cut okay. my, it depends what what sandwiches they are. I I, I like to make cheese uh, two bits of toast and put some cheese in the middle, and then bung it in the microwave for a minute. And get I don't actually cut my. Uh, I don't cut sandwiches. Yeah. So, so if I do if I do that, I do a pause and don't cut them. Otherwise, I'll cut them rectangle. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I I cut them in rectangles. I'm a rectangle mom myself. But now we've got that uh, very important issue out of the way. On to the last question. It's it's though, isn't it, really? Uh, I guess. I guess. I like them. I like them rectangles, man. I don't I don't like with triangular ones. I don't like the little corners. Where you... No, that's the worst part of the sandwich, isn't it? The corners. Yeah. The rectangle ones, at least you get like a nice center of like the filling. Yeah. Whereas... Uh, you know, the, you don't, I don't think you get the same sandwich experience from the triangular ones. Just my own sandwich <laughs> knowledge coming into play here. But uh, uh, enough about that. Hello, Podcrackers. Mostly Pyro Senpai. Please notice me, Pyro Senpai. I uh, hate that. Why do people do that? They want to be noticed, Baj. Uh, please notice I, me, Senpai. It's, coming from, it's come from somewhere, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, a, it's an internet meme, but yeah. it's hard. Pyro it's hard. Senpai doesn't improve. What do we do? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, Baj. I, oh, sorry, Co. Is it? Am I, is there like a rep- oh, oh, being called. Oh. Is it a meme that I have to reply to? Nope, it's fine. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Don't hit me. My name is Andre from Las Vegas. So here's my question: What were your first jobs? If you can remember them, did you like it, or were you doing it in order to have some extra cash or put food on the table? Thanks for answering my question, and I look forward to listening to more podcasts and even inspiring me on starting up my own podcast. It will probably relate to the bullshit that goes on in our school and the school system in general. Thanks, Andre. Now, do you think he means like proper full time job, or do you think like I don't think so. actual thing for pay? Just, just any first old job. My first job, I worked at McDonald's, and it was awesome because you got to eat for free, and the managers were all badass, and we'd play hide and go seek after we closed the doors. And see, this is this is a perfect example of different perspectives because there was a period of time where I worked at a, I worked at a Whataburger for a little while. Whataburger. And it was not awesome. It was not awesome at all. Every single day, I just wanted to kill myself rather than go in there. Whataburger? <laughs> the thing about the US, Pyro, is that they have like a billion different burger chains, whereas we yeah, have yeah. two. Um, we got Five Guys, we got In N Out, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Whataburger. That's um, many others. Many, many others. Uh, I mean, I had a paper round, but I don't think they count that. But. Um, I got, I got knocked off my bike by a car. That was good. Uh, but my my first, I worked at uh, Little Chef. Um, so, pause. When you say you got treat for free, do they give you like an allowance? No, we just we're any meal. You just had what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We so, we got we got an allowance of of fifty p's worth of food for every hour you worked on that. Wow. Well, you have to remember, Budge, what, um, 50p back then was a lot of money. Woo! Yeah, but it was, it was Little <laughs> Chef. So um, if you did an eight-hour shift, uh, that was four pounds. And I think the cheapest thing on the menu was like six quid. So basically, you couldn't eat anything um, unless you scanned the system, which meant that I'd get these triple-decker 
bacon cheeseburgers. Um, so that was good fun. But uh, I think your first jobs generally are always pretty crappy because jobs yep. that employ, you know, well, non-experienced teenagers are usually pretty crappy jobs. Yeah, I was, uh, I was the only job I ever did bar you was a paperboy. I was so fortunate to do that, but I kind of like fear now that I have no experience in the real world. So I'm kind of like, what do I do? <laughs> so I, I did paperboy for two years and then I got into YouTube and I've been doing that ever since. So it's kind of like, you know, in the beginning it was just, it was just like an extra few pounds here and there from YouTube. It wasn't, you know, anything notable. It wasn't even part-time job wage. It was just money that I could use to spend on, you know, little things. But then it's evolved to the point where I can probably do it as a full-time job now. So that was my, that was all I've ever done. So I don't know if that's good or bad. My, uh, First job was pizza delivery guy. Yo, Cole, give me a pizza. On, on, a, on a moped oh. or in a car? Hey, do you have no, any like crazy pizza a... delivery stories? Oh, God. Woman I mean, I had, a lot of, I had a lot of weird stuff happen to me. I had two different cars, and my first car, the whole like, oh, man. The number of times where I like ran out of gas in some tiny country town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. There was one time where I ran out of gas, uh, like really late at night. It was like the last delivery before closing. I ran out of gas in a neighboring town, and it was a town that didn't have a gas station. Nice. Yeah. And it was like raining and shit, and so I ended up having to go door to door. And I I found that like this guy who had a really huge garage. Everybody directed me to him. Like I knock on somebody's door, like go over there. I go to his house and he opens up his garage and he's got like gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of gas. Like he's got like this monopoly in, in the town on gas. Is he, so is he, is he hoarding like it for, for the, the revolution? For, for exactly that. Like he charged me $17 for like a gallon of gas. Wow. <laughs> like, like that's why he hoards it because they don't have a gas station. And he can make a buck. So <laughs> that happened. I mean, that's not too crazy, but mm-hmm. all kinds of weird shit happens to you when you're a pizza guy. I bet. Do you get free pizza? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. It's a horrible place to work if you if you don't want to be a huge See, gigantic for, round object. For me, <laughs> fast food is uh, I think the thing that would annoy me is just like being around like uh, that sort of food, just being hot and sweaty and greasy all day for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be the worst part. Like the food might taste delicious, but you don't want to sort of be bathing in it, so to speak. Yeah. No, that's the way it is too. Because yeah. you you basically have to hang out in the the fucking hot kitchen, and mm-hmm. I was it was like I was working at a family joint, so that meant that I was also expected to help with like the prepare preparation of food and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and so forth. So you get dirty, you get hot and sweaty and greasy, you know, you're yeah. eating hot greasy stuff all day. <laughs> it's like you're running on grease. So yeah. going back to what we were talking before about being, you know, sort of shy and, and not confident, I, I as I say, were, had problems when I was that age. And um, I tried to avoid any sort of jobs at a food place because part of the thing about being shy and nervous was I get, you know, the stomach cramps and wanting to throw up if you get too nervous about something. So I ended up at this little chef working in the the kitchen out the back doing the washing machine you know washing all the plates and stuff and i actually kind of liked that i liked the fact i didn't have to deal with the public a lot of the time and and i found it quite therapeutic to put it all in the trays and run it through the machines and and stuff like that so um 
I don't know. You can get you can, you can get your own little little bits of joy out of shitty jobs. I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think. I get there. I, I remember when I was Except for Whatever. Once, yeah. you, <laughs> that place. You know, when you go to like job agencies, you try and get like sort of next day short term jobs to try and get some money instead of a proper you know proper job. Sure. Uh, and uh, I remember one one day I went to this agency and they said, "Yeah, turn up tomorrow and you go and work at this dairy." So I got to this dairy and I had to work in the cream packaging plant, putting um, like little plastic lids on because you know you get like pots of cream with like a foil lid that's glued on uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and they've got a plastic lid on top. Um, I think the machine that put those lids on had broken and they wanted people to put lids on the pots. So all day for eight hour shift, we were just putting these lids on and it was boiling hot and it stank of hot cream. cream. Lovely. Uh, Lovely. That was without doubt the worst job I've ever had. <laughs> Sounds quite euphoric really bad. Yeah. Yeah. But as I say, you know, th- these are jobs that, you know, you're, you, you're people a school. People got to do. You're a school kid. You don't have experience in working. You can't offer them anything. They, they give you the menial crap, and it's going to be a bad job. Mm-hmm. That's, always, that's why I've always had like the weird idea of like whenever people in high school are like, oh, I'm not working at McDonald's. It's like, well, where else are you going to work? You yeah. go be a secretary at like some sort of like law firm? Like, dude, you're in <laughs> high school. Doing these shitty jobs are just basically something to put on your resume and to show that once you're old enough and you know you're in university or you're out of you don't want to go to university that you have previous work experience mm. that, that you yep. can turn up and get paid to do a job exactly mm-hmm. so it's anyways that, that's it for questions today if you guys yep. have questions to send us please no more etho face Jesus yeah, no Christ. more face. Can, can we just say, guys? Uh, Ethan has been talking to us at our weekly poker night we do, and he is not happy with those. So he comes in and his face is all pixelated to us. It's it's really weird. So, mm-hmm. but if you have any questions, to email at us. Email us at podcast at minecracklp.com and be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Otherwise, we're not going to read it. Yep. So, from all of us here at the Minecraft THQ, play us out, Baj. <laughs> what? What's the piano badge? <laughs> do it. Come on, badge. Show us your skills. Hope you all enjoyed. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.